Hi, Gamma. It's so nice to see you. Um, though I'm not physically there, I'm quite happy to know that your legacy will live on. What if you could take charge of your publishing and then leverage your book to create financial freedom and leave a legacy? Wouldn't you want to find out just how to do that? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkiss, Porter speaker, coach, author of Podcast Power and the host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast, inviting you to listen to the Entrepreneur Secrets podcast brought to you by C. Ruth Taylor, best-selling in the author and the Caribbean's most trusted voice on entrepreneurship. Tune in for inspiration, information, and innovation to write and win with books. Get ready to dominate entrepreneurship. Greetings, apreneurs. Welcome to episode 71 of the Entrepreneur Secrets podcast. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor, and this is a show that gives you the roadmap to take charge of your publishing with stories and strategies to dominate entrepreneurship. Coming up in today's show, we are going to be having a solo show as I review one of my latest entrepreneur ventures. That was the Legacy Fest book launch and appreciation service. I launched the book, The Voice, Grandma's Amazing Stories of Divine Guidance in Times of Trouble on August 28, 2022 in her hometown at her church. And it was also an appreciation service. And so I'm going to be reviewing that and uh, some lessons learned and why is important important that you factor in a book launch in your planning, especially as you seek to sell your books and recover costs and chart your entrepreneurship journey. A book launch is very, very important. And I trust that what you hear will encourage you if you're still on the fence about book launches to think about it. But first, let's have a word from our sponsor, Bamboo Sparks. Your book is the perfect spark to get the fire going in your personal life, career, business, or ministry. Light that book spark today with Bamboo Sparks, a global independent publishing services and publishing education and training business for transformation. Bamboo Sparks will take you from manuscript to market faster than you thought possible and even manage the process for you. Check out their three main offerings, the self-publishing Spark, the Rocket Writing Spark, and their Bamboo Sparks done-for-you management deals for authors in the Caribbean and the diaspora. Discover how Bamboo Sparks can help you to publish and leverage your book to grow 90 feet tall at bamboosparks.com and that's bamboo with a U. All right. So my latest entrepreneurship venture had to do with the book, The Voice, as I said before, Grandma's Amazing Stories of Divine Guidance in Times of Trouble. As you would have heard over the past several months, in May 2022, <laughs> I published my grandmother's memoir. Now, how did this come about? It came about over the course of a visit over Christmas 2021. I needed to get away from the hustle and bustle of the city. And due to some health challenges, I needed a getaway. And 
I felt that I needed to go and spend some time in the country, as we call it, <laughs> with my grandmother and not just spend a day. As I prayed, I felt like this is what God wanted me to do. And I knew it was going to be challenging because the amenities in the country are not the same as those in Kingston, for example, at our home in the country, there's no indoor bathroom. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to go outside <laughs> to use the outhouse in the night, you know? So that was a big part of the challenge. And yes, even in today's 21st century, there are still persons who do not have some of the modern amenities that we enjoy in the city. This visit became one of the most significant trips of my entire life because it was during this visit that I had a chance to really settle down and talk with my grandmother. And uh, I had written a book called Shaped for Purpose, which was dedicated to her because as I look back on my experiences, I recognize her role in my formation and who I am today, that she played a great role in that. And as we talked, I read the book to her and we prayed and had devotions. During that time, she began sharing with me some stories about her life. And I had never heard some of these stories before. And she told me the harrowing experience of being abandoned by my grandfather when she had her seventh child who was three months and so she ended up homeless and she didn't know what to do she really didn't have much help and uh, along the journey she had two more children and things were still difficult but shortly after that she dedicated her life to God she became a Christian and she made a pledge to God, you know, that she was looking to him for her help. And uh, one of the commitments she made to him, that is to God, is that if he gave her a place to live, it would become a place of praise to God until the day she dies. And so in a miraculous way, she became a landowner and a homeowner. And I grew up seeing my grandmother every morning at 5 a.m. She would get up to have her time of praise and worship before the Lord. And her commitment is so strong and unwavering that she doesn't miss a day. In fact, she told me that once she missed a day and she had a dream about it that somebody was saying, how come I didn't hear you singing this morning? And she had to explain that she was ill at the time. And that's why she didn't get up. But outside of that one time, she has been consistent in doing this. And so I wrote down the stories in a notebook that I had. I recorded some of them on my phone. And when I was leaving while in the taxi on my journey back to Kingston, I started writing this story and creating the first draft of the book. So I began writing the draft December 27, and I completed the manuscript, the first draft in February 
of 2022. And by May, in time for her 87th birthday, I had published the book. I also embarked on a project and I had hoped that the book would help in raising the funds to carry out this building project. I wanted to give my grandmother an indoor bathroom and a modern kitchen so we would upgrade the facilities. And true to form, some of those who read the book decided to come on board and support me in that endeavor. So right away you are seeing how a book can be leveraged to support a worthy cause. And this for me is where entrepreneurship comes in. It's using a book as a platform for transformation. So this book has become a platform for personal transformation, spiritual transformation, and physical transformation in terms of what I call poverty alleviation. And I didn't want to wait too long to have the book launch. And so I set a date for the book launch, August 28th. And other ideas started emerging that very often we scatter roses after people are gone. Is that funerals you hear about the impact of the person? And I thought that this book would be a good way to bring community together, to bring family together, and to honor my grandmother. And a good way to do that was to have a launch and combine it with an appreciation service. So one of the things that you can do with a book launch, it doesn't have to just be a launch by itself. Over the years, I've had book launch, birthday celebration, and business <laughs> launches. I call it my triple treasure um, celebration. And so this was... To a certain degree, a triple treasure celebration. It was the launch of the book. It was an appreciation service. And also we had a home tour to see what the Lord had provided, you know, to see the miracle and to see one of the places mentioned in the book. And in terms of the event, it was, do it was done in a blended approach. So there were persons who were able to join us online via Zoom, and there were persons who showed up. To be honest, there weren't as many persons from the community there as I expected, but family showed up, and my friends from Kingston and St. Catherine, other parishes in Jamaica, showed up, and we had a wonderful time, and the feedback was great. Somebody said, <laughs> you know, uh, Miss Enid, she's my grandmother's name, you turned celebrity now. So it was just wonderful to see my grandmother, a poor farmer from a rural area, a no-name place, so to speak, because her story has been chronicled in a book. She was taking pictures with people that she didn't know, and they came from far, traveled many hours to see her. In fact, one of the ladies that was there is from Seychelles of the East Coast of Africa. She's living in Jamaica, but she wanted to meet my grandmother. She came on the trip and there are others having read the book that said, I want to meet your grandmother. And it goes to show the power of a book. At the book launch, as expected, we were able to sell some books. We were able to donate some books to my grandmother's old school which is also one of my 
old primary schools, we were able to donate books to the church and to some community members. My plan was, and still is, that I would love for persons to buy the book and donate to every single home in my grandmother's community. That is still my dream for all the families and especially single parents to read the story. It is a short book. The book is less than a hundred pages. It's uh, a little less than 10,000 words. It's what we would call a Kindle short read, but it is, it's like a Ruth-like book, right? It's just about a 90 minute read. I also did the audio version of that book. Now, one of the things when you are doing audio, I didn't narrate it. I had our audiobook producer, Candice Barnes, our chief narrator at Bamboo Spark. She did the narration. One of the things is that when you have names in books, you have to let the narrator know how to pronounce it. So I did not send her the pronunciations ahead of time. <laughs> and so in our proofing of the audio, I had to pause check the names and send their voice notes with the names. So if you're doing an audiobook and you have names of places and people, try to send the pronunciation to the narrator before. And so I was able to share the audiobook with persons and sell the audiobook direct. The audiobook has been approved by Findaway Voices and has been submitted to its distribution partners. And in a couple of weeks, it will be available on Audible and 42 other platforms, but it was done in time for the Legacy Fest. So the book is in print, ebook, and uh, audiobook format. That's three different formats. And uh, all of this was done in quick time. So within, we can say an, an eight month period, all formats of the book, the major formats, except for the hardcover, have been completed. A book launch is a grand marketing opportunity. A book launch is a great celebration opportunity. It is also an occasion to bring people together. And for me, this book launch brought family together. It brought community together. It was a time to celebrate, appreciate, share faith, and to, to, to do new things, to you know, for us, it was all about being a voice of hope because my grandmother could have given up, could have left her children. And the truth is, is that she wanted to give up, but she is one of those who was able to hear the audible voice of God at different periods on her journey. And that helped her. You may not be a person of faith, but that is her story. And that is why... I'm alive today. <laughs> that is why her children are alive today to a certain degree because of the voice that makes a difference because of the voice of God. I know her voice in terms of her lifestyle. My sister testified, her children testified, my cousins testified of my grandmother's example and how it inspired them. And where we are today, it is because of her example. My mom, in her own moving tribute, 
you know, she, she was moved to tears and she was saying, mom, you're a hero. You're my hero. And I am just looking at what a book can do. Sometimes we're just so focused on selling books that there are some other unexpected benefits of writing a book that we don't see or we miss out on. This Legacy Fest gave us a glimpse into the power of a book and the possibilities of what a book can do. I also enjoyed the home tour and uh, seeing people excited to receive gifts from my grandmother. She received gifts on that day, but folks are also able to get gifts from her farm. <laughs> so many of the folks from Kingston were able to, and St. Catherine, were able to go back with produce like breadfruit and pear and cane, guinep and planting and uh, the feedback that I've gotten, it has been good. <laughs> they enjoyed it immensely, uh, much more than I expected. And so that's just a little glimpse into what a book can do and some of the things you can combine with launching a book. And so we ended up with a book and home tour. We had a book and appreciation service. We had a book and event. And I just give God thanks. And I'm grateful to our publishing lead at Bamboo Sparks, Tashari Nicholson, for assisting with the event in terms of decorations, co-hosting with me, and just being there to ensure that the event went smoothly. Grateful to our chief editor, Keth Joy Watson, for assisting with editing the book. Grateful to Amanda, our illustrator at Bamboo Sparks, Amanda Cohen, for illustrating the cover so beautifully. I'm also grateful for the other authors who supported Patricia Reed Waugh, who encouraged me to go back to my roots, resulting in this book. She was there. She's the author of Retirement, A New Adventure. We had author support, Raquel Newman, author of The Albino Marketer. She came as well. So you see that a book launch is a great way of bringing people together and uh, strengthening partnerships and offering support. And uh, I am grateful. Before we close out the show, what I'm going to do is to play one of the tributes that was sent in from my sister in England to my grandmother, uh, my sister Najwa, and also let you hear an excerpt from the audiobook version of The Voice. Hi, Grandma. It's so nice to see you. Um, though I'm not physically there, I'm quite happy to know that your legacy will live on. Oftentimes, we measure our successes and our great achievements in this world by the riches that we have, the houses that we have. But we know in part and we know in Christ that all things are possible. And I thank God that we are related 
that you've left a legacy that we can have for years to come and that we can send on to the younger generation. Thank you so much that you desired and you shared enough because we overcome by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. And I thank you for leaving these messages, these lessons, these evidences that when we stay true to God, he will stay true to us. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Chapter 3. Encounters with the Voice My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Taken from John 10, verse 27, ESV Version Was there ever a time in your life when you felt you were being guided supernaturally? Are you a dreamer? Do you believe in God? And if you do, do you believe He still speaks audibly today? People who hear voices are often classified as schizophrenic, of unsound mind, or suffering from some psychosis. In these cases, the voices and visions are often harmful and scary to the person experiencing them. In this section, you will hear my grandma's stories of her encounters with the voice. The voice that spoke to grandma was never scary, and it always guided her to success. Sometimes it warned her of danger or sent her to help someone in need. She was similarly guided in dreams. In her dream, she would receive word of comfort, warnings, predictions of things to come, or encouragement to overcome adversity. The voice and her dreams gave her hope and strength to raise her children. Both were instrumental in protecting the lives of her children and grandchildren. After reading, the verdict about the supernatural will be yours. Go back to your children. The voice speaks. Number one. This was an occasion when the weight of the care of her children became unbearable, and death seemed like the only option. Grandma reports. I was having difficulty sleeping and did not know what to do. So, one day, I left the children at home and headed for the seaside in Port Maria to end my life. The children's father used to sell fish in this area. I remembered he always had a small Bible, but I could not find it. It seemed to have been misplaced. When I arrived at the seaside, I found the Bible washed ashore with a dead fish in it. Nevertheless, I was still intent on drowning myself in the sea. As I made my way into the sea, I heard the voice speaking, but saw no one. The voice spoke powerfully and commanded me to go back to my children. I knew then that I just had to trust the voice to take care of me and the children. I trust that you got something out of this reflection <laughs> and review of the Legacy Fest and that you would consider making your book launch something more and uh, you've gotten a glimpse of the possibilities and the power of a book. If you would like to purchase a copy of The Voice, it is on Amazon and you can also get it directly from my website. You can order it along with the audiobook. It's not yet in the bookstores in Jamaica. We'll be 
working on that soon, but you can get it directly from me. So you can go to extramalja.com forward slash grandma's legacy project. I'll put the links in the show notes. And if you purchase either the print version or the ebook, then I'm having what I call a published legacy workshop. This will be a two-hour workshop, more or less, on September 9. That's Friday, September 9. I believe it's at 6 p.m. And all you have to do is to email me the receipt and show up. And we can discuss how you can turn your story or your parents' or grandparents' story into a published book that will become a legacy book. Okay. Again, thanks to all those who came in person and those who showed up online. I know there were persons from Canada, Panama. Thanks to Diane Batchelor who wrote the foreword and sent in her book reading and greetings of that. Diane Batchelor is the author of God in the Meantime. And her dad baptized my grandmother and mother. And so it was, you know, the legacy continues, the legacy of faith continues. And I want to close out with a scripture. I've never done this before, I think, on this podcast, but it is fitting. There's a scripture in Psalm 145, and it says, One generation shall praise thy works unto another. And that is what the Legacy Fest is all about. And that is the legacy of my grandmother one generation praising God's name to the other because she kept her vow that her house will become a house of praise to God until the day she dies. And now the next generation, her grandchildren, which is the third generation, are also continuing that mission. All right. Thanks for listening. Share this episode with a friend. I trust that it has inspired you. Ta for now. Until next time. I'm Tamara Francis, educator and editor. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. If you'd like to increase your impact and income with books, visit authorpreneursecrets.com for more resources, including the books, Pen It to Win It, and Authorpreneur Secrets. Join the Authorpreneur Secrets Academy membership group for courses, coaching, and community support to write, publish, and win with books. Until next time, go pen it to win it.